Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode 66, interview with Tarsha Burroughs. Hi, I'm Sharit Richardson, founder of Digital Innovation Media Group, where I'm the lead designer and lead marketing strategist. And what we do is we help business owners convert traffic to more clients, followers, and engagement. You can get more information at digitalinnovationmg.com. And I'm joined today, as always, with Rashana Price. How are you? Hey, Sharik, I'm doing well. Hello, everyone. I am Roshana Price, a leadership and success coach and trademark owner of the phrase giver of awesomeness. I truly believe every person has something awesome to give to the world, and I help you do that through coaching, speaking, and training. You can learn more about me at RoshannaPrice.com. Awesome. So today we have a special guest, and we definitely love bringing in experts in different areas and her name is Tarsha Burroughs. How are you Tarsha? I'm doing well. Great. Well, we thank you so much for joining us and we're going to give you the floor to tell us about who you are and what you do. Okay, I don't know where to begin. Um, again, my name is Tarsha Burroughs. I am a former classroom teacher. I now work in human resources uh, with Wake County Public School Systems in the performance management department, where we are directly um, tied to teacher support. We provide support for teachers and administrators throughout the county. I'm also a Army veteran. I am a business owner. I own my own photography company. I'm a member of uh, the Raleigh Junior League, where I hold some leadership positions there. So I guess you could say I am a jack of all trades and a woman that wears many hats. Absolutely. Goodness. I love it. That is a wide range of experience, and I'm sure you have some stories to tell. Oh, I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to mention, I'm also a, a, a extremely proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, where I serve as the Vice President of Raleigh Alumni Chapter. Awesome. Awesome. So we're just going to get right into it and tell yeah. us about that. You're, we're going to talk more about your core business okay. and about how you combine your faith and your business. Awesome. Okay. Sounds good. Um, one of the things, again, I, I do have my own photography business, and one of the things that I do to kind of merge my faith in my business is, number one, living and leading by example, and I, I try to bring that to my work. Um, I do that by my expectations as a photographer, as well as expectations as my client base, and I think one of the unique things about my services is that it's open and honest. Um, dialogue is important, and I, I try to bring my clients' visions to life, but the only way that I can do that is by being true to myself. And my faith, I have to truly treat others as they want to be treated. So when I take on a client, I try to be as honest um, in what I can offer and what I can deliver before I agree to do any work. That's awesome. Yeah, so it sounds like for you, you don't just take on any client. You're pretty specific in like, this is what I do. This is my specialty. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, if my name is on it, you know, and I've, and I've given it a stamp of my approval, it also has to represent what I believe. Um, and you have a lot of, and, and this is not to, to view anyone in a negative light. You have a lot of people or a lot of photographers that just want to, that they're out there basically for the money. So they'll shoot anything, they'll put anything out there. To me, 
I think that art is more than that. Um, you have an opportunity, you have a platform and an opportunity to show the world different things through your view, through your lens, um, as, as a cliche um, statement <laughs> as to photographers. So what I want to show is not only the beauty in people, but the beauty that God has created for us. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that's a good, even a, a segue into your niche and how do you handle being a woman of color in photography and being maybe one of a few women of color that are really impacting what beauty looks like, how to shoot a certain look or feel? How do you navigate that? Um, being a woman of color and being in this industry, um, there, there are some challenges, definitely. Um, being a woman of color, I think a lot of the times you're, you're categorized, and, and, and by that I mean um, customers may think that you only shoot African-American women or you only shoot you know, right. people of color, and they feel that you may not be well-suited for a job because you may not know how to shoot them because they may be Caucasian or some, or some other descent. So you have that population of people that limit you or put you in a box based on um, your skin tone. And I, I think that in a way, it becomes unfair. Um, it does, sometimes it can impact your bottom line because you may not get certain opportunities um, based on that fact, of, fact alone. Right, that's very true, you know, um, and I've dealt with that too, just in the, in the sales environment. When you look different, there's, there's you know, stereotypes that come with the package and mm -hmm. you really have to work hard to let people understand that, no, I can do mm -hmm. same thing that you can do. Absolutely. I have, and I have, you know, actually just, uh, I had a previous incident and in the incident that actually just happened, you know, last week. Um, one particular situation is where I was asked to take uh, some headshots for business. Um, and the majority of the, the people that I needed to shoot were of Caucasian, they were Caucasian. Um, and so there were some um, people that needed to have their headshots done, just did not want to go with me because they felt like I would not be able to do a good job. But then once I submitted the, the shots that I did take, they came back, oh, well, I didn't know they were going to look this good. Like, mm, what did yeah. you expect? Or um, this past Thursday, as a matter of fact, I went to a, a local business. I went to do headshots for just one particular person that I was asked to do. And then I get a call back um, from, from the person said, oh, my other coworkers would like for me to come back and do their headshots for their website as well. I'm like, I, I was, I was already there. <laughs> so it, it's just, you know, I, again, it's just that disadvantage of people labeling your work according to your skin tone. It's just, I, I cramp to understand the, the rationale in that. Yeah, and I know so many women of color can can definitely relate to what you're saying because it happens to us every day, whether we're in business like yourself or even in corporate. Unfortunately, that's something that just ties us all together. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say? Because some people can say this is probably one of the reasons why they started their business because they're just tired of having to explain themselves and having to go through these measures. So what would you say was the main motivation behind you getting started in this business? Um, I think one of the main motivations is that um, number one, I, I never like to limit myself. I, I always think of what I can do to challenge myself and make myself better. And knowing that at the end of the day, you always need a plan B. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy, of course, my, my career in education, but I do know that I have other talents. So what drove me to start my business is that I have to, you know, from eight to four, nine to five, you know, whatever hours you want to 
attached to it. I have to pretty much uh, beat to someone else's drum. Right. But then in my business, I have all autonomy on how I conduct that. And I actually, actually get an opportunity to bring to the table what I want to bring to the table, if that makes sense. And then I have an opportunity to show others how to do that as well. Um, so going back to that main motivator, it's just looking at how I can be an inspiration and as well as how can I have impact on my community. Mm, yeah, being able to, because the more you're out there, the more work you do, the more you're in even businesses where people are mm -hmm. calling you back, even if you have to have the conversation of, well, I thought I was, I didn't know it was going to look this mm -hmm. good. That statement in and of itself tells you someone's mindset. And now you get to be the exception for them. Right. And then that also, in my opinion, um, it starts to break down some of these biases that exists so mm -hmm. you know if, if it's not open if it's not opening up more doors for me which is you know ultimately what i want but if it does open a door for someone else awesome great because that that's that's what we need to do to empower one another and then you know create those open doors right. and be able to say hey you know i had some hand in this whether it was direct or indirect yeah, it's like not only just opening the door, walking through it yourself, but leaving it open for others to come behind you. Yep, exactly. Or perhaps even not stepping through the door, but holding it open so someone else can float through. Mm -hmm. and yep. how, yeah, that's a great, that's a, that's a great thing to think about. Um, so for you, I'm curious, as you're entering a, a new client relationship, you're going to businesses, is there a favorite scripture or something that you lean on to help you feel confident as you walk through the door? You know, it, it may sound cliche, but I always lean on, I can do all things through Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. That, that, you know, that one line actually mm -hmm. empowers you. If you say it enough and you actually start to believe it, so when you walk through that door, it doesn't matter what's on the other side of that door. You know you can handle it and you can face it as long as you stay true to that base. Mm, yeah, I can do all things through, through Christ. Christ. Yes, because I mean, it's, it's a powerful affirmation. It's not only a scripture, but it's really an affirmation too that you can either write it down, put it on a post-it, put it around you where you're going to be. And really, like you said, you have to believe it, not just say it. Right. And so with any scripture, you know, really looking at what it says, you know, there's so many other scriptures that people lean on, but that's one that is popular just for that reason, because if you say it enough, you will begin to believe it and you see the impact that it makes on your life. Absolutely. Because, you know, when it's, it's even something about even just when you recite it, it, it brings a comfort, you know, right. and it, it shifts your focus from what's on the other side of the door to what you're bringing through the door. Exactly. So I wanted to ask, you know, since we're on this, what, as far as your motivation, what, who motivated either what or who motivated you as you were growing up that you, that you look back to even today for times when you just needed a boost? Um, I would actually have to say it was my mom. She, oh. my mom is a very strong, um, <laughs> strong black woman she's short but she's strong <laughs> she's strong in her faith she's strong in her beliefs and she's she's strong in the way that she i am the the youngest of seven and she 
pushed my four brothers and my two sisters. And like, she gives, gives us all that same nudge. She didn't allow for us to, you know, wallow in pity or, you know, accept defeat or say that there were things that we can't do or shouldn't. Mm -hmm. She was always that one that was pushing the envelope and, and making sure that we were striving to be something other than what was expected. Right. That's awesome. And so you always had it with you every day to just every fall on, especially in those days when you really, really need it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. A mother's push is a powerful thing. Right. right. I, I do believe that. And like, she's our biggest cheerleader. It doesn't matter what we were doing. It, we, you could be out there selling mud and she will convince somebody <laughs> that your mud is better. <laughs> she's telling everybody she knows whether it's all her church friends somebody in the grocery store I mean, it doesn't matter what you're doing she's making sure that somebody knows about it yeah yeah that's what moms do which is amazing because it does help you build that success and the success that you had in your build in your business thus far mm -hmm. yeah yeah so how do you handle the haters or the guilt of success that may come um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually still learning to take that in stride. And I say that because, um, it can become discouraging when, you know, people that look like you don't support you fully and you can't really understand why. And I'm starting to, um, get myself to the point where, you know, it's not for me to understand why they're not, that why everyone is not supportive of my vision or supportive of my work. Um, so it's just that transition of knowing that everyone is not going to be excited about what I do and how I'm, how I'm doing it and looking more so at for those I can reach and touch and help make that my focus. Um, but it, it is, you know, sometimes can be a little, unnerving or unsettling to think that everyone does not support your vision or you know I'll, I'll give you an example um there was a post um on Facebook not too not too long ago one of my um I just saw it generic in a group someone was looking for a local photographer um and then there were several people that I knew recommended someone of another race I was like hmm okay that's interesting. But then the counteract that or the affirmation for me was that there were several other posts of people that I knew that recommended me and they did like an extreme write-up. They posted some pictures that I had taken for them. So it, it, it's, it's kind of finding that balance. And again, just knowing that you're never going to be able to please everybody. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. And, and perhaps they're not recommending you is, has a whole lot more to do with them. Mm -hmm. than it does you right right but when you see it initially yeah that's not your first thought i'm like well, what the heck? <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then after you sit yeah. back for a moment you're like okay you know what they're yeah. entitled to their opinion you know yeah absolutely yeah you feel that thing like right what? right right because you're i mean you're human first absolutely yeah, you're human first absolutely and then you can take that though and be like well okay i know that they're not my ride or die mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's information. Right. But the positive in that is that um, the person that was that was looking for the recommendation actually contacted me um, and asked me to shoot their event. So, oh. right, oh. right. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
Wow. So we have member I mean, people who are listening to us who are a lot of times either they're in their business, I mean, or in their corporate job and they're looking to start a business mm-hmm. or they're very new in their business. Like they don't know what to do first and they're kind of over- overwhelmed. And I was wondering if you can just give us like three action steps or three like major tips that can really help these, these women get motivated and get started. Um, I think for me, my three steps and what I would recommend is first perfect your craft. Yes. Um, whatever that may be. Um, secondly, do your research, know what's out there, know Mm -hmm. pros and cons, um, come up with a sound business plan. And then the third was look at ways to make sure you can either LLC yourself or, or protect yourself in the event that you need to. Um, because with any business that there's a liability. So you need to make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row and everything you need to protect you and your work. Um, but out of those three things, I just think making sure that you are able to deliver the best product you can deliver. And that may take time. Um, one of the things that I feel like in today's society, everything is such a microwave mentality is just right now, right now, right now. But if you want sustainability, you want longevity, you want greater success, it takes time, so you ha- have to do the work. Yes. If you have a great product, people are going to want it. Just invest in them wanting it. Oh, my goodness. That is such an awesome thing because oh. you said the key word is invest. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I think blocks a lot of people when they have that scarcity mindset of not wanting to make that investment and see if they can kind of skim Mm-hmm. around that but it's so important that you invest in yourself and in your business even in the beginning but knowing right. you know do it wisely of course right absolutely um, yeah as you said getting get incorporated protect yourself because this just takes one client to say or have an experience and you can lose it all and lose it all absolutely absolutely yeah so I'm glad you said that. it is it's like uh i, I say it's kind of like a gpa right like if you can build a strong one in the beginning It'll fall quickly, but if not, it's so hard to build. It's so hard to build over time if you don't, if you have a really bad performance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Tarsha, where can our listeners find you? Oh, let's see. Um, I have a site that showcases my work is tdb1913.myportfolio.com. I, I try to keep as much of my work uploaded there. I am on Facebook, T. Burroughs Photography. Um, Yeah, that right now, that's pretty much where I showcase my work is on that site and through that social media platform. Okay, listeners, you know, you just heard it. Tarsha Burroughs Photography. We are excited here at Expect Increase to support your work. Um, Continued success. And thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate both of you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who was listening. And just keep in mind, this is a pre-recorded episode. And we definitely invite you to hit that subscribe button. So that way you know whenever there's a new episode airing every week. Um, again, I'm Sharique. You can find me on Instagram at Digital Marketing Works. Facebook, I'm on Digital Innovation Media Group on my Facebook business page. And LinkedIn, there's only one Sharique L. Richardson. And that's me. And so that's the beauty of having a unique name. Rashana, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Giver of Awesomeness and on LinkedIn and Twitter as Roshana Price.
Well, thank you all for joining us and we will definitely chat with you next time. Bye-bye for now. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.